0: Joining me now on Our Town is uh, Brian Cole. Of course, people know Brian Cole from BJ's Ice Cream and from being in business and helping out around the community, so we appreciate you being here. You had talked to me a while back about uh, the presumptive causes and the Agent Orange um, effect from Vietnam and how, um, I guess, I guess Vietnam veterans weren't really getting their due when it came to agent orange and so you approached me and i said well let's talk about this because we have a lot of veterans in this town here and you were telling me the story let's go ahead and and pick up with the story you were telling me about your tours in vietnam
1: yeah i i uh went for the olympics in 68 lost my school deferment came back got drafted I ended up going in the Navy. And, and why did you go into the Navy? Why yeah, you, why you I, told me? They said my eyes were good. I couldn't see without my glasses, and I didn't want to walk around the rice paddies. Yeah. I I wanted to not be in the rice paddies, so I went in the Navy. And so you go in the Navy, you learn to do what you're told, and, and I had two immediate back-to-back tours in the Navy in combat zones of Vietnam. And... Uh, Got out of the Navy. And this was 70 and 71? Yeah, I was in uh, 70 and 71 was my two combat tours, six-month tours in territorial waters of Vietnam. And so I get out of the Navy and and begin my civilian life. And over a lot of years, I had a lot of health issues that nobody could figure out what they were were caused from. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, and I didn't was clueless. Nobody ever said anything to me about military service or any of this stuff until about four years ago, uh, I developed prostate cancer. And I was seeing my doctor for treatments over in Eugene, and he said, well, you were in the Navy, weren't you? And I go, yeah, I was. He says, well, were you ever exposed to Agent Orange? Well, yeah, I remember seeing the barrels on board the ship that had the orange stripe around them. And, and so I thought, he says, well, you ought to check with uh, the Veterans Administration because prostate cancer is listed as a presumptive ailment or disease mm-hmm. caused by Agent Orange from veterans who served in Vietnam. Up until that time, I mean, it's been 45 years. Nobody had ever told me anything about go see about your Agent Orange exposures. I, I was clueless.
0: And servicemen who weren't, servicemen and women who weren't in Vietnam didn't have that exposure. So that's why it
1: wasn't widespread throughout the entire military service. Well, it's interesting. In 1991, Congress passed what's called the Agent Orange Presumption Bill, meaning that if you served in the Republic of Vietnam, uh, you are automatically covered for certain ailments there's 14 of them that are caused by Agent
0: Orange. I know you listed prostate cancer. Parkinson's I know is in that. Uh, B-cell leukemia is All in kinds. that. All yeah. kinds. Yeah. Certain
1: heart disease is yep. in that. Yeah. Yep. There, there's, a, there's a list of 14. Right. And so that was done passed in 1991 but in 2002 the VA Decided that, you know, the Blue Water Navy, those guys that were out in the sea, nah, they weren't exposed. You mean the guys that had the barrels on the ships? Well, it's <laughs> interesting. When I first started researching that, mm-hmm. it said that ships didn't carry Agent Orange. It was carried by airplanes. Actually, C-130s took it from here over to uh, Vietnam. Well Paul Holman used to fly C one hundred thirties. I guess he was hauling it. Yeah, he's had some issues too. But anyway, so the VA removes the blue water what's called Blue Water Navy guys from the Agent Orange presumption bill. And that's
0: guys who never hit land.
1: Right. Never put not boots on the ground. And the Navy the VA came up with what's called brown water. So the, the little small boats that went up the rivers, you know, and the, you, you know. we
0: Apocalypse now. Yeah, kind of all that kind yeah, of yeah.
1: stuff. And they were spraying the shoreline along the rivers with it, they, like fire hoses. They were spraying Agent Orange. Airplanes and helos were going over the jungles, spraying the jungles to defoliate. It defoliates. It gets rid of the brush so the enemy couldn't hide. Mm-hmm. They were also uh, spraying around air bases and things like that just to keep the jungle back. It's a weed killer, right? and so that was highly used in Vietnam, and there's a map that even shows the high concentrated spray zones versus the other areas that weren't sprayed so bad. So in 2008, somebody challenged the VA and says, hey, you removed the Blue Water Navy, but a federal court upheld that exclusion there was a three judge court that says yeah you don't have to provide it there's not enough evidence that says that the blue water navy guys were exposed even though we were carrying it on board my ship my ship made history that was carrying the agent orange because we collided at sea with the uss Orlick. Hmm. i started doing more research thank god for the internet I can't tell you. And there was a court case, a hearings case, where a sailor on board my ship uh, said he was exposed to that Agent Orange that we carried on board the ship. Because when they were offloading the barrels of Agent Orange, they ruptured, landed on the deck, landed on him, went down into the hold, which is where we had fuels and oils in in this oiler, this ship that was an oiler, USS Natchez. Well, we had to clean that mess up. And here I'm like, I didn't know this. Right. (laughs) I mean, I didn't know I was doing this. I just did what I was told. Right. And so. Following orders. Yeah. You just do what you're told. And so this, this has been a whole controversial issue for a long time when they removed the Blue Water Navy guys. And Blue Water Navy guys like me who know that we had exposure. OK, so the Veterans Administration said, well, you you need to prove your exposure. It's up to you to prove it. All right. So you start doing research and stuff and you you find out things. And so you you follow your claim with the V.A. that you had this. And they always deny it. <laughs> they just deny it. They don't tell you why even though within the law it says they're supposed to help you prove it. They've never helped me do anything. Mm-hmm. In no way have they ever helped me. Matter of fact, the other day I solicited some information about my ship. It's called ship's logs that are the daily proof of what the ship did, where it went, and what it did. I was told it's going to cost me $1,000 to get those those ship's logs from the archives back in Maryland. And so... You know, you, you you end up spending all this time trying to prove your case. But an interesting thing happened recently. In 2018, the House of Representatives had a bill introduced to restore the presumption category to the Blue Water Navy. It passed, passed the House of Representatives 100%, not one dissenting vote. It went on to the Senate. It went into committee. Two senators in committee killed that bill. Senator Lee from Utah and Senator Inez from Wyoming killed the bill because they said there's no way to fund it. Not, though, not that it wasn't accurate, but no, there was there's no way no to fund money. it. There's no money. Yeah. The cost to... To bring this to include to the, them. Yeah, it, for health benefits. Because, see, we who don't have it have to pay for our health benefits through the VA. So it's called copay. And they determine that based on your income and stuff. So the vets have to fight to get any kind of care if you didn't have what's called boots on the ground or if you weren't in brown water. It's interesting that the VA even lobbied to have Cameron Bay, Vung Tau Bay, and Da Nang Harbor all removed from brown water. Now, these are the bays that the ships, like I was on, went into. We anchored or tied up to the dock, okay? Mm-hmm. But they had those bays removed. Vung Tau, where my ship went, and we would anchor in nine fathoms of water, was right across from the Mekong Delta, which is one of the most highly polluted brown water areas of Vietnam. So it got sprayed a lot. (laughs) More than a lot. Da Nang Harbor. They did a Da Nang Harbor water study. My ship went into Da Nang Harbor, the USS Sacramento. She had everything you needed to fight any war. I don't care what you needed. We had it. A lot of it was top secret stuff. But she would bring on thousands upon thousands upon thousands of gallons of fresh water into Nang Harbor. Okay? That water was barged out to her. That water was supplied by a reservoir into Nang Harbor fed by two rivers. That reservoir was, those two rivers were in the highly contaminated spray zones for Agent Orange that fed that reservoir. That water was highly contaminated with Agent Orange. Wow. The study shows this. The Nang Harbor itself. And that it was
0: your drinking water.
1: We drank it, we bathed in it. Not only did we do that on board my ship, because we had thousands upon thousands of gallons of it, we took it out to the other Blue Water Navy ships that didn't come in and we gave it to them. So they got to drink it and bathe in it and do all that. There's no mention of that, see? Mm -hmm. The VA, I don't know why they have tried to hide all this and deny us the presumption for these ailments caused by Agent Orange. It it, it dumbfounds me. And the argument, even to this day, is that there won't be any money to fund it, although two senators that introduced the bill at the House Create, said that we could fund it by charging a two hundred and fifty dollar fee per thousand on veteran home loans, which are pr- pretty much kind of almost free now anyway. Mm-hmm. So they they they're looking at a way to fund it. Um, so what is that? What
0: is the hope now? Is it is it gonna get back in there this year? Are they gonna look at
1: it again? Well, so after after it got killed in the Senate, okay, a seventy three year old veteran. Took that uh, denial of the VA for presumption, he's Blue Water Navy to court, to another appeals court, and this was a eleven judge court. As opposed to three the first time. As opposed to three. Okay. It ruled nine to two in favor of the Blue Water Navy getting the the presumption. Presumption conditions restored. So that court tells the VA, you must, you erred, you made a mistake in denying the Blue Water Navy vets the presumption that they deserve. The VA today, as I speak right now, has not issued a determination as to how, what they're going to do. They could appeal it, and if they appeal it, it would be an appeal to the Supreme Court. The VA had 90 days from the time that they were told that they had to reinstate presumption for the Blue Water Navy to appeal. So it's been about a couple weeks. So there's, time hasn't run out. The VA will not say what they're going to do. If they appeal it to the U.S. Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court can say no, we don't need to hear the case. The previous court made the correct decision. Or the U.S. Supreme Court could say, yeah, we will hear the case. So we're kind of in this wait and see right now. But this has been going on for, well, since 1991, this contentious issue about the Navy and and their, their exposure to Agent Orange. Each case, like my case and all the thousands of other Blue Water Navy vets that must prove it individually case by case uh, it's very difficult to do it's it's a very challenging thing i spent four years researching this if it wasn't for facebook and each ship now has facebook pages mm-hmm. and so you can talk to crew members and shipmates that were on ship and that know something i don't know like my one ship they they have a list of what's called brownwater ships and these are ships that they know went up the rivers and in the inland waterways, or they even have a if you if of a ship docked at a pier and crew members went ashore, they've got this broken down. I mean they've really tried to figure out exactly who could. Okay? But if you're not on that list, if the ship's not on the brown water list, you don't get any recognition. In talking to uh some shipmates On board my ship when I was over there and I didn't know this because I was inside a radio shack I didn't see a lot outside but my ship went up the Saigon River and when we before we went up the Saigon River they put 250 caliber machine guns one on each side of the O3 deck and he manned one of those see I, I didn't know this he's the one that told me this now The VA tells me I have to prove that that ship went up the Saigon River. So in my investigation, I found a court case where the VA accepts the fact that it did. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't give me a date. So I can't bring it personally to me that that's the exact time. But those will be in the
0: archives that you have to spend $1,000 on. Yes,
1: that's why I want those logs. And then I have to go through each log and determine where the ship was uh, and what it did. Can't
0: you get a group together to do like a class action thing where everybody shares a little bit in the cost of
1: bringing it, proving it? There was a class action that was brought years ago, and the veterans got nothing from it. The attorneys and everybody else got everything. I Uh mean, they never got any money funneled to them. Uh, You would think that, that... like on the USS Sacramento, uh, the AOE-1 ship I was on, that all us shipmates uh, who are interested in this AO presumption and suffer from ailments would be kind of getting together. It's it's an interesting thing. Unless you, if you were on the ship with me, unless you suffer from this, you wouldn't know squat about it because nobody, It's it's not public
0: right and it's not uniformly even among the ship because if you weren't there cleaning it up or had yeah. direct contact with it you, yeah, you didn't got know a, you got it well unless you were bathing in it
1: well we were drinking it yeah yeah we were drinking it it's interesting uh, my ship went into danang harbor and took on this water in 1970 i was not on that ship till the end of 1970 and then the year of 1971 and got off early 72 so in 1970, Vietnam cruise, that ship went into the Nang Harbor and took on all this water. I wasn't on that ship then.
0: Yeah, but once the water's in, in your storage areas, it's not they're contaminated,
1: right? Not according to the Navy. Oh, wow. Well. The Navy says if you were on that ship in 1970, when it went into Nang Harbor... Then you could say that you were exposed because, undoubtedly, you would have drank and bathed in that water that it took on that was polluted, according to the study. Although the VA always tries to deny these studies. <laughs> they really do. It's a money thing. Yeah. So, But the interesting thing is I went on that ship as soon as it came back. And if you know anything about these kinds of ships, they hold fuel, oil, water a lot of liquid stuff, and that's their ballast. They look like a normal ship when they're loaded with this stuff. When they don't have anything in them, okay, they, they're so high and dry <laughs> that they wouldn't even want to go out to sea. Mm-hmm. So undoubtedly I would be willing to bet that when the USS Sacramento came back from Vietnam to Bremerton that she was full of that water. There may have been thousands of gallons of that water still on the ship when it's sitting here in the United States. And when I went on that ship, if the tanks were full of fresh water, who says I wasn't drinking and bathing in that very same water from 1970? But now I have to take and go to 1971. So I have to get the ship's logs. I have to get those logs, and I would have to prove. Well, I took a Hilo trip off that ship we weren't in denang harbor but we were just outside of denang harbor and i was a teletype repairman i we had just underway replenished the uss kitty hawk i had just been communicating with the teletype repairman on the kitty hawk because i had a major machine on board the ship that wasn't working and i couldn't get it to work so it was very important that we get this machine to work it was our way of communicating Sending out messages, teletype messages. So anyway, there was a part in Da Nang at the Air Force Base. I could meet up with this guy and get this part that they, that we had decided in talking with the TTY repairman on the on the Kitty Hawk that that would probably be fix my machine. So we would send a helo from the USS Sacramento into Da Nang Air Force Base to pick up mail. This is documented for nineteen seventy. It's not documented for 1971. Of course, it's documented for 1970 because I'm sure some sailor found the records and submitted it, so they accepted it. Right. But it it hasn't been done for 71. I took a Hilo trip. I get to the tarmac. I get off. The guy hands me the part. I get back on the Hilo. They pick up the mail. We go back to the ship. That's boots on the ground. I actually stepped on Vietnam soil, but I have to prove that. And so I have to go through all the records and try to prove that I took that helo trip. I have shipmates that says, Brian, I remember you getting there. I got the guy that flew the helo says, yeah, I remember that don't count. It's got to be documented proof. Like paper that says that they sent you over there to get it. Wow. It's,
0: It's quite the battle. I bet it is. Well, I tell you, you know what? I could talk to you for hours about this, but we don't really have that much time. Um, i guess you're just going to continue to fight this and and figure out if you can get the information you need
1: yeah i i you know if this if this if the va comes up with a a full meal deal plan for the blue water navy and i'm sure they're working on it i have some ideas as to how they might proceed it's going to be if you're in in certain areas uh that they'll cover it but um we we'll wait and see because they have they have less than ninety days now to issue the statement as to what they are going to do to deal with us, and there's a lot of vets that are waiting to see what's going to happen. I would like to mention I I found out something the other day in my research. There's a there's a a thing called the Quilt of Tears, and the Quilt of Tears is kind of like the a memorial wall for vets. 60,000 vets died in combat in Vietnam. Yet, since the war ended, more vets than that have died from AO presumption diseases and that exposure from the Agent Orange that they experienced. And so now there's this called Quilt of Tears and it's instead of a wall where the names are on there, each vet who has either died or is suffering from these ailments from Agent Orange can have a, a thing made and it's put in a quilt. And, and it's going to be traveling the United States as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Brian Cole, thank you so much. It's been a
0: pleasure. I, I enjoy hearing about this stuff. I know it's been a rough uh, battle for you, but uh, hopefully that you can see some light at the end of the tunnel. Well, thanks it. for inviting me in. Absolutely next up on our march edition of our town is susan kirby from the pregnancy and parenting center right after this on this edition of our town